And now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Andy Shilton. It's lovely to be back with you. Uh, on this week's show, we'll be talking to Trans Pride Southwest about their upcoming Pride. And closer than that is Circus City. Uh, they'll also be here live in the studio with us. Uh, all that and a lot, lot more come in today right here on Shout Out. Oh, it's been a while since I've said that. Hello. 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 It's Terry there as well. Hello. Hello. Oh, you are there. Good. So, how are we all? All right. Thank you. Have you missed me? It's it's only been a month. Yes. Whole month. A whole month. Yeah. But have have you got your wheat sheaves ready? Got my what ready? Your wheat sheaves. What is that? I don't know. There's going to be a song reference in there. No, 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 no song reference. A wheat sheaf is a, a sort of a, a, a breaded creation that looks like a bale of wheat. It's oh. traditional for Harvest Festival, which is normally the end of September, beginning of October. Oh, right. When was the last time you did Harvest Festival? Uh, a long time ago. <laughs> but wheat sheaves are something, obviously, bread week on um, Bake Off, you see. Oh, yes, I hear that started again. Yes. Yes. So. Um, and a contestant from Bristol. Yes. As well. Who I believe is deaf. Deaf, yes, they yeah. are. Yeah. So uh, the last I heard, they're all learning. Uh, all, all the um, presenters have learned sign language yes. for it. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's, that's really, really good. Cool. So. There we go. Random, so, random um, facts of the week. And, um, can we say hi to Stephanies, who are probably listening from somewhere in Europe, doing it, 120 yeah, mile an hour down Italy, the autobahn or something? I know. Yeah. yeah. So you, your path's um, almost crossed up by the. I know. Quite, yes. Not yes, quite. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Apologies uh, if you haven't missed me. I'm sure you haven't missed me, but if, if you have, I've, I've been on my honeymoon for the last couple of weeks. And before that, I, I was isolating because there was a bit of a COVID outbreak here at BCFM, wasn't there? Yeah. So, how many um, years does that leave? So, that, how many what? How many years late is that? What, the cruise? Yeah. Uh, about four. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we got there in the end, and it oh, was yes. very relaxing. I've been back at work for four days now, and it feels like it was a month ago. You, you know what it's like. It's always like that, isn't it, yeah. when you get back? Yeah. So We saw the pictures of the big red bottle in glasses of red wine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lots of them. Dread, <laughs> dread to think how much wine was consumed, you know. But, you know well, like, what's, yeah. what's consumed on holiday doesn't count. <laughs> no, well, well, when you're on a cruise as well, if you've got a kind of like all-inclusive, drinks package it's just like they walk past you at the pool and they're like there you go have a cocktail you're like oh it's like half nine in the morning but thank you (laughs) so um, but yeah no we're back and um, um, slowly heading into Halloween type time isn't it it's not that far off and dare I say the clocks go back End of, yeah. end of October, I think. Fall back, yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, that's all, the, all those little pumpkins almost ready. And obviously our pumpkin-coloured microphone that uh, Tara is on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, but yes, um, we're into that event season again, and Cass made it just in the nick of time. Um, so we should be on the, on with us um, shortly, actually, um, um, the, the, the first up. And then we're talking to Circus City, who I don't think we've had on before. Have we had you guys on the radio before? Not, not with shout-out, No. No, so but we'll, we'll find out more about that later yeah, on. Exactly. Yeah, so um, yeah, kind of coming into those like autumn and winter events. Yeah, I've seen too much mm. Christmas stuff already. I'm I know. Yes, yeah, no, I wasn't yeah, going to mention yeah, the, the, but, the but C word. Because we're still in September. There's so. not enough Halloween stuff out there at the moment. So my husband's birthday is in November, and we're banned from 
doing anything Christmas until we've got his birthday out of the way. Then he turns into Santa Claus in disguise. In disguise. <laughs> in disguise, and the whole house. Yeah. He, when, when I first met him, he used to hate Christmas. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, something something happened. <laughs> all of a sudden, he was like, no, I like it. Let, yeah. Let's go to town and blanket it. And like all the decorations come out. And yeah, it looks like Santa's Grotto in our house come like <laughs> December. So. You must have turned him into Mr. Christmas, though. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, yeah. So um, coming up next, we're going to be talking to um, uh, the lovely team from Transprise Southwest, finding out about uh, this year's events. So um, stay with us, and uh, we'll be back in a minute. The Shout Out Podcast. Well, I haven't heard that one for a while, so that's The Girls. Um, and the name of the band's really weird. It's called uh, Kongs or Cooking on Three Burners. Oh. Uh, yeah, okay. Right. So I just like the song, so... You know me, I, I say it a lot on the, on the show. If I, if I hear something I, I like the sound of, I just shazam it and put it in the list and then I'll buy it and play it on the next show and then inevitably Steph steals it off me and the next thing you hear it on every radio show that she does are we ever going to get connections between the songs well, we we have done some of them. Like um, when we've had like um, like we had Nails and Musicals on the show. Um, so I did all the songs as musicals. So and um, Halloween, obviously, we do Christmas. We do you know all of those. Of course, ha- Halloween you can't get away from the the, the classics like the uh, the uh, the Monster Munch. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh yes, I was trying to think which one you meant then. Yeah, Monster Munch. Oh dear, yes. that's an old song. So, so anyway, oh, the Monster we, Mash. Sorry, Monster yeah. Mash. <laughs> yes, that's it. Monster Mash. No, Monster Mash is the crisp. That's that's what I was just thinking. Oh well, are you, are you going to eat? No, it Monster Mash. <laughs> so, oh dear, you can tell I'm a bit out of practice, can't you? So, anyway, a very warm welcome to shout out um, um, to Kaz and Spencer from uh, Transpride Southwest. It's lovely. I think it's Spencer's your, your first time of shout out. I think definitely not Kaz's. It's so, great to be here. So, I think the last time I saw you was on Point West, actually. I have been on Teddy this year. Yes, this is correct. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, oh, that's Kaz. But I think I've got a face for radios. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm here too, really. So um, anyway, it's coming around to that time. It's not till, is it November? Do you, you, you guys have got your event on? It is. Um, our community day is uh, towards the end of November, um, on the 25th of November. It sounds like it's ages away, but it's really not, is it? We're, we're about to tick over in, into October, so I'm guessing you must be all guns blazing. It's um, surprising how quickly it comes around. Yeah. We been planning it for a long time so um it's now getting to that sort of key uh, time of the year when we uh kick into action basically yeah i mean I, I, obviously we'll go through some of the stuff that you're doing but i've got one big burning question i've got to ask because we interviewed you before the first ever one um i remember it you came on the show when um i don't know if it was necessarily yourself but certainly we interviewed you as a group when the first one was coming on i remember it was a brilliant success and like but it was time it's grown a lot in the oh my goodness hasn't it yeah definitely so that it would it probably wouldn't have been us it was a different group of people who started Transpride southwest um and they had about 200 pounds um, support from a couple of the bars and they did a weekend of events and it was really successful yeah but last year it's kind of grown to this point where we had about a thousand people maybe come to our march we had yeah. chelsea manning play our after party oh which is crazy like it's grown amazingly um there's so much yeah. and is it growing again do you think there'll be even more this year is it still going up each year well i hope so yeah, yeah. we hope so you know every year it seems to be growing um our, our march had about 500 people on it last year um so we're hoping to get even more um along to that and our community day was our busiest day ever um absolutely amazing yeah so i know the answer to this obviously but why do we do trans pride southwest 
or why do we do trans pride i should probably say mm. well it's a place where the community can come together and find a safe space find like-minded people uh, pick up literature to find out things that they don't know about us and generally have a a good time we try to put on events that are fun uh, and also try to be visible and just yeah celebrate the fact that we exist yeah i mean i was gonna say because correct me if i'm wrong you do have a kind of similar ethos to um, bristol pride where mm. it's not just to celebrate it's also a statement that you know we're here it's very much a statement yeah. Yeah, we started our march back in 2019 i think we had about 200 people on that one or maybe even less actually uh, and you know the march and the protest is very much you know what what pride is all about so yeah. that's yeah. really important at the moment isn't it i was going to say i mean what, what's your interpretation of the way things are at the moment especially compared to the last few years well i remember i started the first trans pride march back in 2019 and i can almost remember the speech i made then but it was kind of a speech where i hoped things were going to change in mm. actual fact things haven't changed at all and I'd say, in actual fact, they seem to be getting worse. Yeah. Mm. So there's a lot to be concerned about at the moment, and you know, the pride protest is really, the trans pride protest is really important. Mm. Yeah. I mean, do you? I mean, we talk about this a lot on the show, obviously, because we've got Steph and Tara and the likes. So something that's very close to their hearts as well. But um, I mean, are there any things that you think of that are the driving forces behind that? negativity I'm very clear what the, uh, the driving forces are and it's the political atmosphere in this country yeah. you know, I'm mm. an aspiring politician myself so you know, I'm, I'm aware of what's going on it's also the, the media narrative you know, the right wing media uh, certain newspapers that are posting things on a a near daily basis on the front page when yeah. there are much more important things going on in society yeah, I mean Seth's forever pointing out the fact that you know it's I think when we had the ONS stats come through it's something like point one of the point one percent of the population were yeah. trans but they were accounting for something like 25 percent of the media coverage yeah. and, and not in a good way unfortunately it's, it's mad isn't yeah. it yeah and that's the that's the problem is it's really affecting people because mm. it's horrible to see yeah. that kind of stuff every day so i think yeah. for us like having a space where it's about kind of community resilience and as kat said coming together mm. having fun meeting people making friends reducing some of that isolation is a really yeah, it's, it's a very important thing, isn't it? So uh, that kind of leads us quite nicely into the event then. Um, so it's taking place in, in November. Um, yeah. If I'm someone who's never been before, what kind of things can I expect? Yeah, so we've got every year, <laughs> we have more and more stuff going on. So there's loads <laughs> you can expect. Um, so our main day is Saturday, the 25th of November. Right. Um, as Kaz mentioned, we start with a march, uh, leaving from College Green. There'll be some speakers um, kind of set the tone. We've got our community day that day, which is in the station, the Creative Youth Network venue on Silver Street. Um, and that's got stalls from charities, support groups. Uh, we do workshops that are free. We've got a community cafe where you can come have a hot drink and meet some friends. Um, and that's kind of in the daytime. And then in the evening, we've got our after party again. Uh, and this year, we're working with an organisation called Tea for Tea. Um, and part of their ethos is that the, the profits from that after party will be donated to trans people's fundraisers for their healthcare. Um, which is something we're really excited oh, to be working with. So, um, so that's the main day itself, and then we've got loads of other stuff happening. Cool. In, I mean, in just just clarify yeah. because obviously we're not just Bristol. For yeah. those who are outside of Bristol, the station is a place in Bristol. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not not Temple Meads. No, <laughs> <laughs> not Temple Meads. It's not a million miles, miles from the bus station, is it? No. Yeah, it's, it's really, really easy to, to get to. Exactly, very central, mm. right in right in city centre. So, 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 what 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 have you added new this year then? 
Yeah, so we've got some returning hits. We've got our comedy gig again. And by the way, all this stuff that I'm about to talk about is has yet to be published. So this oh, is a bit of an exclusive, exclusive. for you. Um, I always wish I had a drum roll. I know. I must sound- get a drum roll sound effect <laughs> at some point. Um, so we've got our comedy gig, which is a really popular event. It's sold out for the last couple of years. Um, we've had Jen Ives. We've had Jordan Gray. Uh, really great comics coming to Bristol and doing some amazing stuff. Um, we're working with Freedom Youth on a drop-in for young people. Um, anyone a- under 18 and family and friends uh, new this year we're working with a fantastic organisation called Bristol QPOC Socials on an event uh, for trans people of colour specific social event which will be really fun and then we've got loads of sports stuff going on we've got some rock climbing we've got some hiking we've got some badminton um, and maybe some other things so yeah lots to look forward to um, I can't have yeah. ever been to a pride and gone rock climbing that'd be a, a it's first it's a first <laughs> isn't it yeah definitely it's, there's stuff going to be happening all throughout the month so our main day is the Saturday 25th November but we've got events I think from the 10th right the way through to the 28th of November oh, so fam. whole oh. month of stuff it seems crazy that Jordan Gray was on the show last week and in actual fact a few years back Jordan Gray was doing a, a gig in a, a pub for us for, in front of 50 people and to see how Jordan's progressed yeah, it's just yeah. quite amazing yeah like, like likewise um, um, I was with Jordan Gray down at um, Western Supermare Pride yeah um, last year yeah was it last year it was last yeah. year um, September just um, before got on, got on like a house on fire and <laughs> she was sat in with us in between going up and down on the stage and the next yeah. thing we know we're like Oh my God, she's like on on major TV network. I yeah. mean, then we couldn't get hold of her, so it was, it was really nice that um, she she came back to us uh, for, for last week. It was a oh. shame I didn't get to talk to her because um, um, she's lovely. But um, yeah, she's um, great. yeah ho- hopefully she'll she'll come back uh, again and come see us in Bristol. I know she's yeah. geeking here. Yeah, um, well, I think that's yeah. why she was on the show last week. Yeah, well, if she's listening, we'd love to have you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do get in touch. <laughs> so, and, and it's, it's interesting to hear that with you, the comedy night is a really popular one too. Because when we talked yeah. to Bristol Pride they're like comedy night just sells out it's it's really popular and i think it's kind of what we were saying earlier about people really needing a space to have fun yeah and with all of this negativity this horrible media you know (laughs) all the attacks on trans people basically that we're seeing daily people just want to have a laugh our comedy night is a sellout and we have you know 200 plus maybe 300 people hopefully this year Mm. and what we find is that people come along are not just trans non-binary people but people from the general community and they come along having a really great great time uh, and a bit of trans focused sort of um, comedy but uh, it's really one well, of my kind of favourite evening pride, you would, yes. you'd kind of expect that a little <laughs> bit wouldn't you that's yeah. like saying go to the normal pride and there'd be no rainbows <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, I mean, that is another good question because obviously, I mean, one of the other things is in, in, in the media and one of the questions we get asked a lot is like, I'm a parent or a mm. brother or sister or a relative and I'm concerned, can I come along and yeah. will there be someone I can talk to and get info from as well? Is that something that you cover as part of Trans Pride? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, we, I think we've got Freedom Youth perhaps joining us at one point mm-hmm. and uh, we do have a community cafe where people can just mingle and chat to members of the community. I mean, we do have families coming along uh, we, we had families at our Bristol Pride picnic um, in, in the summer so yeah we welcome families and people um, of yeah. all kinds of different kinds of people yeah, I'm not sure you want to do a picnic in November no no, 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 no. that's why we have to have it indoors 
exactly. <laughs> so, well, listen, it's been lovely catching up with you again, as as it always is. Um, do you want to give out? Is it? It's, it's, I presume it's a free event, is it? But yeah. do, do you still need to get a ticket, or can so, you just turn up? No. Or? So, so for our march and our community day, that's absolutely free and no ticket required. For our after party, there is a ticket, and I would recommend getting one because we've already sold seventy. Wow. <laughs> we've still got two months to go, so I would, if you're interested, I'd recommend getting one. Um, but yeah, at most of our events we try and make free or low cost so people can attend. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, if people want to find out more about it, um, you're on the web, aren't you? Yeah. So our, our website, you can look us up at tpsw.co.uk, as in Transpride Southwest. Um, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Brilliant. Cool. Well, listen, uh, as always, best of, best of luck with it. I mean, Thank I, you so I, much. I, Thank I, you. I know that um, quite a few of ours tend to attend as well. So um, perhaps yeah. we can try and grab some interviews exactly. uh, while we're down with you. But it's lovely to hear it's growing and growing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, um, I can't believe they're doing rock climbing in the middle of a pride. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I might have to hit the gym for a little bit. First. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, the lovely um, Cass and Spencer from um, Transpride Southwest. Uh, stay with this. You're listening to. To shout out and back in a minute. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The shout out podcast. Uh, that's New Religion. And um, who's that by? Let me look it up. Uh, uh, the Heydays. There you go. So I quite like that one. Do you? Mm. No. No. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so what about you, Terry? <laughs> Perfectly passable. Just, just passable. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a boy band like A One. Yeah. You see, that's what ter- that's what Terry likes. And I'm sure my age, music stopped about 20, <laughs> 2010. But well, we could have, we could have had Frida. You see, Frida. Yes, Anna Fried from Abba. All oh, right. Okay. Do you know? Do, um, uh, there'll be a connection there somewhere yeah. in Andy's uh, head. But, um, very, very famous. Phil Collins did. Her, uh, was the producer on her album. Okay. Nineteen eighty-two. Um, very, very good albums. Uh-huh. Well. Yeah. Anyway, Terry, could yes. you possibly give us some more um, interesting facts and fill us in with the news? You're more than welcome. Yes, of course I can. This is Shout Out News. Welcome. LGBTQIA Roman Catholic organisation Dignity USA says that it is backing a huge coalition of gay, trans, anti-racist and progressive organisations that are mobilising in the city of Orlando, Florida to hold a march to protect trans youth, affirm LGBTQIA plus identities and oppose racist scapegoating. All these problems are endemic in the legislature dominated by white ultramel conservatives who are seeking to replace American democracy with rule by themselves. The organisers of the march, which takes place on Saturday, October the 7th, say in Florida and other states, new laws are robbing trans youth and adults of gender-affirming health care. Pride events are threatened with cancellation. Trans people and drag artists are being banned from public life. And teachers are forbidden to talk about LGBTQIA plus lives or black history. Children are forbidden to play sports or use the bathroom. These laws are accompanied by threats and violent acts by organised far-right wingers. You can donate, get involved and download your own posters for distribution at all the W's protecttranskidsmarch.org. 
The Communist daily newspaper The Morning Star reported on Wednesday on the remarks of the Home Secretary, who was earned the moniker Cruella Braverman for her attacks on immigrants, including LGBTQIA plus asylum seekers. The paper reported that a recent think tank address was Trumpian and quoted many groups and organisations horrified at the implications for human rights of her position. Women for Refugee Women called Miss Braverman's comments absurd and outrageous, the group said in a statement. The majority of women, including LGBT plus women we support, are survivors of persecution, including gender-based abuse, sexual violence, rape and other torture. The Labour peer, Lord Alf Dubbs, who arrived in Britain as a child fleeing the Nazis, said that the Home Secretary was, quote, repeating the shameful policy that people should not be treated as refugees if they arrive here by boat, but, he added, she's closed virtually all other means of arrival. The SNP's Justice and Immigration spokesperson Chris Stevens branded Miss Braverman's comments ignorant and offensive. Shadow Women and Equality Secretary Annalise Dodds called the statements dangerous rhetoric from a Home Secretary who is blaming everyone else for her failures. The left weekly newspaper Socialist Worker added Braverman is a global leader in racist attacks, whilst the LGBTQIA plus newswire Pink News spoke to several groups uniting the LGBT plus communities to support migrants of all sexualities and genders. Sebastian Rocca, the founder and chief executive of LGBT plus asylum charity Micro Rainbow, said LGBTQIA plus people often face death, imprisonment and violence. When they come to the UK to seek safety, they have to go through an asylum system that is re-traumatising and dehumanising. In addition, the standard of proof is very high. The system as it is, is incredibly difficult. These comments, we feel, seek to scapegoat migrants and LGBT plus people for political gain. Rainbow Migration, another charity advocating for LGBT plus people seeking asylum, said they were appalled, noting many LGBT plus people who we support every day tell us how they faced life-threatening situations back home. For example, Adam was violently attacked in the street on many occasions by members of his community in Ghana because he is bisexual. His partner was murdered. And Mickey's brother threatened to kill him when he came out as a gay man in Azerbaijan. Diane Abbott, the MP for Hackney North and Stoke Newington, representing the Labour Party in Parliament, remarked, Braverman wants to pretend that gay people are being granted asylum for trivial reasons. There is no evidence of this, and instead these claims are because the Tories are so far behind in the polls. But I do not believe public opinion will follow her descent into the sewer. Activist groups, progressives, the left, faith and church groups and trade unions will unite on Sunday the 1st of October to march on the Conservative Party conference in Manchester to express their opposition to the policies of the government, particularly in respect of migrants. Dorset Radical Book Fair is back on Saturday the 7th of October, just in time for the run-up to the you-know-what season, and is perfect for getting a gift for all the LGBT plus people, radicals and progressives in your life. The event takes place at the Bad Hand Coffee Roasters shop at 7 Norwich Road, Bournemouth, from 11am to 5pm on that day. There'll be stalls, books, zines, talks, discussion, delicious vegan food, a kids' area, and they add gender-neutral bogs. Their word, not ours. There will also be an after-party with live music from 7pm at the Four Horsemen pub at 77-79 to 79 Commercial Road. There is a £10 suggested donation for this after-party to keep the book fair going in future years. On the billing are the Sporadics, Uncivilised, MC Suki and Surfing Dave. Check out the website for more details at allthews.dorsetbookfair.wordpress.com. 
And finally, the gay Jewish musical legend Barry Manilow has this week pipped the king, Elvis Presley, to become the longest-standing resident artist in Las Vegas, performing the 636th performance of his show, The Hits Come Home. The Jewish Chronicle newspaper says the 80-year-old, who was born Barry Allen Pincus, grew up in a Jewish family in Brooklyn and has been performing for nearly 60 years. Before breaking the record, Manilow told reporters the milestone would not mark the end of his career. He said he had too much energy and a Broadway show to launch. I'm not ready to sit around and watch TV. I have too much energy and too many creative ideas, he said. Well, it's been another exciting week in the world of LGBTQIA plus news. Be sure to keep in tune with gay, trans and queer media through podcasts, websites and magazines through the coming week. And check us out at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shoutout News, I've been Terry Starr. Shoutout News. National and international LGBT news for you. Shout out LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. That's uh, Lauren Spencer Smith, and uh, the song um, is called Fingers Crossed. So it's quite a nice. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Bit of a chilled one, that one. Yeah. So I never really know if because when you're getting into autumn, you don't really want somber. You still kind of want to enjoy yourself and have a few upbeat things, but something like a nice somber mm. song sometimes match the colour of the season. So. So, so what what tenacious link have you got for us with that one, Andy? It's no tenacious link. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to add. <laughs> that makes a change. So um, anyway, um, moving on. We're still doing events today. Actually, we've got lots of events today. Um, this time we're going to the circus, um, I believe. Circus City. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, now um, I won't lie until until obviously I read the show notes and the like that um, um, Steph did for us. I it was something I wasn't aware of either. So I, I guess um, uh, and we should apologise by the way because Nicole Nicole's voice is a, a little bit on the on the scratch scratchy side, isn't it? But um, <coughs> welcome to the studio to. Um, uh, Laura and Nicole from uh, Circus City. It's lovely to have you. I think first time on Shout Out too for both of you, yeah. isn't it? Mm-hmm. So, um, so does one of you want to kick off and give us an idea what Circus City yeah, is? Can tell you How about did it the festival. all come about and um, uh, the like? So it started in 2015. We're a biennial <coughs> festival, so 2015, 17, 19, 21, and this year. Um, so it's five editions. Um, we're an international festival of contemporary circus. We're actually the biggest in the UK. Um, and the only in England and we run all across all across Bristol popping up in venues all across Bristol um, some sort of established venues like Arnold Feeney and Circa Media and, and 1532 oh, and nice. then some pop-up venues as well we work at um, Unit 15 the um, Invisible Circus Space and um, some other kind of uh, outdoor things sometimes oh and the Wardrobe Theatre as well Oh, it sounds like you get around a bit then. So, but I mean, yeah. uh, what what brought it about in the first place? Was it just someone, someone's passion? And so, I wasn't with the festival right at the beginning, but I, it came about as a Bristol Green Capital. Do you remember the Bristol? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. When it was the Green Capital, there was a large lot of funding for um, kind of support of the arts, and um, this came out of a project that was run by the Invisible Circus. That was the Bristol Circus Festival, which I believe was the year before that. 
So it was a big of a kind of collaborative. There's a lot of, of circus organisations in Bristol. It's actually the biggest concentration of circus performers um, in the UK. So I, I was going to ask, because Bristol has got a bit of a history with, with circus stuff, hasn't it? And, and there's more out there than I think people realise. Yeah, there's, there's a big creation centre, which actually is sadly leaving, uh, closing at the moment, but they'll, they're going to find another space. So that will... Um, We've got our things crossed about that. But there's also Circa Media, it's the school yeah. for circus, and the island training space, which is where Laura trains, um, and the Albany is another one. And I think that's most of them. But there, yeah, there's, there's loads of us. So now I think you, yours is a little bit closer to us than um, Transpride because they're, they're towards uh, the end of November. You, you're October, but we start on Sunday. This Sunday, wow, good lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, and, and how long is it going for? It's from the first until the twenty second of October, so it's three weeks. Oh right, okay. So just a small festival then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have about about forty events, um, including performances and workshops. Um, yeah, across those three weeks. Cool. Well, I don't know that we've got time to go through all 40, <laughs> but um, do you want to want to give us some of the highlights then? I mean, what, what are you kicking off with? Is it? So we're actually kicking off on Sunday with our, we've got a little launch event that goes into a um, the premiere of a circus dance film, like acro dance film that we actually commissioned during the pandemic. Um, that I haven't seen yet, which is very exciting. Um, but that's by Gabby Cook and Barney White. And it's... Um, and, kind of acro dance piece but it's actually about trauma and about um kind of physical like things like gymnastics and circus and um the kind of pushing the boundaries of your body and the sort of the boundaries around that and the conversations around that so it's quite an interesting oh. piece nice. um, so that's on sunday so. and then in our first week we actually have laura's show as well so maybe Laura can tell you a bit about uh, it. Is this a show you've written yourself or something? Yeah, like? it's my second solo show. Oh. Um, it's called A Spectacle of Herself. Um, <laughs> I thought the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still really enjoying the name. Um, I'm, and I thought actually when I'd made the show, um, we premiered it recently at the Edinburgh Fringe, so it's still very, very fresh. But I thought when I'd made the show, I'd have a better sort of elevator pitch for talking about it. But um, sadly, no, so here we go. <laughs> but... Um, you know, my practice kind of spans sort of like theatre and live art, and I'm an aerial rope artist well, as well. Well, I'm doing that. Yeah. Um, so I really think of myself as an interdisciplinary artist, but I guess my work kind of also sits across circus. But um, A Spectacle of Herself is about the idea of taking up space. Um, for me as a queer, autistic, like neurodivergent person, but also in the era of the sort of 21st century space race when people like Elon Musk are sort of spending huge, volumes of money on um, launching rockets into space and exploring other territories when um, the world is is on fire and um, it's you know it's very <laughs> my sort of right my writing and my way of making work is really to explore the sort of personal and the political and it's about sort of like yeah gender and yeah gender in space and being a bit naughty and I guess maybe there's a bit of a sort of like cheesy emotional bit about like just being yourself and how important it is to be seen. <laughs> Lovely. So is, is that how the kind of uh, the whole thing's made up then? There's lots of different people done different things to bring all the different events together. 
Yeah, so we run, we sort of work between, so we're biennial, but in the year in between, especially the past year, we work, you know, go and see different pieces of work. So some of it's things that we've seen at festivals in, in Europe and, and ask them to come and perform. And some of it's things that we've had longer term kind of creative relationships with. So things that we've commissioned or artists that we've supported in various ways. Um, so yeah, it's a programme made up of artists from in, lots of international artists and also UK artists. Um yeah, it's really diverse. Oh, nice. it's, it's probably quite a... So each one could be completely different people each time then? Oh, yeah, it's it's um, it's lots of different companies. So um, there are... <laughs> Sorry, Put you on blank. the spot there's just how many there are <laughs> No, there's, there's lots. So, I mean, next week we have Sawdust Symphony, for example. What nice. I was going to say is it's kind of like how you imagine circus is probably not what you would see in our program but right. you'll still be kind of inspired and excited and there's the awe but there's also lots of like kind of much more like 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 laura's show like kind of um interesting uh, themes and inspiring things and kind of more um interdisciplinary things so laura's show has lip sync as well we've got loads of shows that have um music and um sawdust symphony next week uh, is at unit 15 and that is a combination of chainsaws juggling oh uh, orchestra uh, orchestral music and the like not, not juggling chainsaws I, I hope i have i don't think <laughs> i when i saw it i don't think they juggled the chainsaws but they do they it's all about making and about the kind of crossover between carpentry and circus so it's about craft and um and and also work and the kind of the realities of work and the obsessions of making and moving with with things so they they carve wood on stage and juggle it oh yeah yeah so we don't know what we're actually going to see it's going to be really spontaneous um as in is it improvised yeah no it's not improvised okay. no I mean, they might like you to think it is. Okay. No, no. But I would doubt yeah, that. You should have just said yes. Oh, yes. Yes, it's <laughs> super anybody, dangerous. No. <laughs> <laughs> the trailer is so exciting. I keep on watching it for Sword of Symphony. It's just, yeah, I really like, yeah, I really like wood. So, and again, that's a, I'm loving the um, creative names as well. That's like, you know, um, 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 they're carving wood and they call the Sword Symphony. Yeah. That, that's a pretty clever play on it yeah. so so what, what what else is on in the week um is it is it eventually going to culminate in a like um all of you get together type things you do a big finale towards the end or is it no we don't we often do like a little closing party but because all of the artists are coming from all over the world they um they don't necessarily all cross over at the same time so it's quite we might only have sort of two or three companies at a time but they're changing all the time so right. it would be great to have that to have them all together <laughs> they're so spread out as well i see totworth arboretum as well yeah that's um that that um Sorry, excuse the kids banging on the windows in the background. <laughs> you know, we 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 are in the middle of a community centre. So. That's the shape of belonging. That's actually um, it's aerial circus in the trees in the arboretum, and the arboretum's not actually usually open, so it's a really great opportunity to go there. And it's got that lovely wintry sort mm. of wintry. I don't want to say wintry yet. Autumnal feel, um, and there'll be kind of yeah fire and um, and the um, the murmuration choir. I think they're called. They're a local Bristol choir, and they're they're collaborating with them on it. Sounds fascinating. Uh, yeah. That's the one that really stuck straight to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice. so beautiful. Cool. So, uh, if people want to find out more, obviously there's 40 events. We can't go through 40 <laughs> events on there. But um, um, are they individually ticketed? Can you buy one for the whole thing? Or they're all individually ticketed, and we do a range of kind of flexible pricing, and they're all on our website, which is BristolCircuitCity.com. 
um, and you can find out more also on our Instagram. That's Circus City. Brilliant, cool. Well, I, I can't believe you're here when you're going to be kind of like on air, uh, kind of doing it on the Sunday. So, um, um, you know, best of luck with it, especially given the 40 events. That's, that's quite, Thank quite you. a, it's been a long thing, time to, thing to pull <laughs> off. So, um, but yeah, best of luck for it. Uh, for now, though, um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Circus City. Uh, stay with us. Um, you're listening to Shout Out. I'm back in a minute. The Shout Out Podcast. Shout Out. LGBT Radio for you. There you go. That was a uh, Kylie's um, latest one, by the way. That's called Tension. That's off her album. So. Ooh, touch me right there. <laughs> I was just saying, that, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Have so. you dealt with those um, little pesky, angels outside? Pesky, yeah. <laughs> so in 40, See, this 40 is why years. I advocate capital punishments in schools, not corporal, but capital punishments. <laughs> Much further than the Daily Mail. So they don't Execute make it, them. they just don't make it to adults. <laughs> well, I was going to say, we could have to write it in capital letters. <laughs> On chalkboards, no. Right? Um, yeah, no apologies if you're listening in that last segment. Uh, there, there were, uh, we, we are obviously, we're at BCFM Broadcasting and it is in the uh, middle of Eastern Community Centre. So um, unfortunately, sometimes you do get kids outside um, and they could see that we were on air and just thought they'd be annoying I think yeah. so but, um, I think we handled it alright we just carried on like they weren't there really so but yeah and they, they were talking um, just just we went off air they, they were talking about one of the workshops and there where they they were they, they teach you um, how to kind of be more expressive uh, for people who um, yeah so it, it was a queer it was a queer, it's a queer thing where they talk about as I understand it, describe how bodies are yeah. and movement and yeah. all the rest of it. And it's for, was it for visually impaired? Um, yeah, something like that. Well, I don't know if it's visually impaired, but for people who are um, kind of men- mentally impaired. Integrated audio description. Yeah. So they describe what they're doing yeah. and all that thing. Yeah, which is really cool. So um, yeah. I don't envy them doing 40 events. Mm. That's Friday the 13th of October, that one, by oh. the way. Just so you know, workshop tells <laughs> me, what are you doing? Sorry. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah, is a, that they're, they're a queer organisation. So it's... Mm, yes. yeah. It's got a lot of queer in the whole. Yeah. 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 I don't think they described that. But, but no, it, it didn't really come out. But then it's, it's, sometimes it's nice, you know, because, yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, Shout Out is here as an LGBT plus radio show. Yeah. Um, and our primary thing that we do is promote the events. But it doesn't necessarily mean you have to make a big song and dance about the fact that you are no. queer. You know, they're, yeah. they're a, they happen to be queer and doing yeah. so. But then the, you, you don't have to be queer to go either. So no, I don't no. know why I'm using that absolutely. word. I absolutely hate that word. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I guess it, it's. It's really weird because I did a talk for women in property and engineering and how we LGBTs not integrated into that and it's just really I, and I kind of explained well most people don't go into engineering they avoid that because actually what it's like at the moment and everyone goes into the performing arts or things like that where it can be more expressive. Right. Well, I, I don't right. know. Lots of people go into IT. I mean, we have lots of lots of LGBT people in IT, and we're not really <laughs> not in construction. <laughs> well, I suppose construction is one of those fields. But then you, you'll find plenty of LGBT people in plenty of other fields that are. Well, to be hundred percent honest, you find LGBT people in in all walks of yes. life. You know, yeah. it's whether they're out or not. You know, yeah. how, yes. you, how you yeah, described yeah, well, uh, every time you go to a new business, yeah. you, have, you to have to come out all over again. Yeah, yeah which I yeah, seem to remember Terry making okay. a bit of a joke. About. But they have to come out 15 times, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so now um, I have a little bit of good news for us all and a big thank you to the audience um, shout out tomorrow will be at the BBC um, Make a Difference Awards because we are finalists for the Community um, Award um, I did did ask if I could have permission from the BBC to play um, the jingles and their recording of us um, it is on the BBC Sounds app if you go listen to BBC um, um, it's BBC it's on BBC Radio Bristol but it's uh, around about 9 o'clock on Monday just gone very nicely so, edited it, very very nicely very edited very nicely yes. edited it's very professional I thought <laughs> yes so um, but yes a huge thing it's, it's, it's very humbling um, and um, we will say the yes. same that we say to everyone who ends up in our awards um, we're up against some very stiff competitions some very worthy um, people are in it and um, you know the way we look at it is just to even end up in the finals um, with those kind of people is um, an achievement in itself even if we don't win the award yeah. Yeah. Well so um, but yes um, we will be down at Western Supermare tomorrow um, on the pier on the pier um, and then we'll let you know next week whether we win or not yeah sad faces or happy faces well no it should be sad. Uh, it should be happy face full stop be because we're we're, we're finalists um, and it's, it's it's absolutely lovely to, to you know um, we were quite surprised weren't we we were very surprised yeah to, to find out that we, we'd even be nominated let alone yeah. made it into the finals we as were well. only told when we were in the final weren't we yes right? yeah so yes. we didn't even know no didn't didn't know that we'd even be nominated so it, it was absolutely lovely it'll be my first time going out onto the pier since i've lived at western oh so i've been there in, i haven't been there since um it was burnt pre, down pre- <laughs> <laughs> no i've yeah, been there since really um hard. since um it, it was refurbed um because it's got a whole arcade in it now and yep, like it has so. yeah um, but yes, I mean, um, um, hats off to um, BBC Radio Bristol. It's something that they do, um, I think, annually. It's the um, 